The mysterious death of an author is the next case for DCI Charlotte Walker in The Walker Mysteries. The Walker Mysteries, written and created by Andrew White, starring Sally Swift as DCI Charlotte Walker. The Writer As strange as it may seem, Doncaster is quite a hotbed for fiction writing. There's Sasha Lane with her Emma Story series of rom-coms, L.H. Stacey and her psychological thrillers. I can heartily recommend The Weekend, and Melanie Hewitt with her feel-good book Looking for the Dorrells, to name but three. There's even a chap writing a series about a strong, sexy, sarcastic female detective. His name escapes me. Anyway, the point I'm making is we've got more than our fair share of writing talent in Donny, but a couple of days ago... That pool got a little smaller with the discovery of a body. Yes, I can ID her. It's definitely Linda Davenport. How do I know? I had her sign a copy of her new book yesterday, so I think I know who she is. Linda Davenport was discovered in the car park of a wood, which was a favourite of dog walkers. Bronte and I have been there many times. She was in her car with a hosepipe from the exhaust into the inside of the car with the engine running. Linda was a writer of crime novels and her latest book, The Murder Field, had just come out about a week ago. It was eagerly anticipated as it was her first crime novel for, oh, around four years. In those four years, she switched to writing romantic fiction and self-published three books. It was a clear case of suicide. Or so a lot of my colleagues thought. But I wasn't convinced, and neither was my new DC, Aisha Stoker. She pointed out, quite astutely, that why would she want to take her own life when she'd just released her first crime book in four years? And as I pointed out, quite astutely as well, as it happens, why would someone attend a book signing the day before you intended on taking your own life? Something didn't add up. Okay, team, we need to talk to the deceased family and friends and find out as much we can about her work and her personal life. Let's see what we can uncover. Don't look at me like that, DS Price. I know this wasn't a suicide. Thank you. Well, that confirms it. Susie, our pathologist, says she's found burst blood vessels in Linda's eyes and that the cause of death was strangulation. So she was already dead when she was put inside the car. This is officially now a murder inquiry team. I didn't get any satisfaction from being right. Okay, just a little. Linda's crime books were always quite light-hearted affairs. I think the term is cosy crime. So it was a bit of a shock to discover that in real life, Linda was more complicated than her books ever let on. She had a rocky relationship with her ex-husband, Dan, who was known to have frequent arguments with her sister, Claire, who was also her agent. The ex-husband was who DC Stoker and myself were going to see first. 
We also need to find out why she switched from writing crime novels to romances for those four years. Could be important. And why she switched back. And maybe check on the publishers of the crime books. I mean, were they miffed when she moved away to publish the romance novels herself? And we need to look into Linda's finances. I mean, everyone knows authors have a lot of money. Just look at J.K. and Stephen King. Authors are loaded, aren't they? It turns out most authors aren't loaded. Linda made a decent living, but her income dropped a lot when she self-published her romance novels. Apparently, self-publishing is very, very difficult. So maybe that's one of the reasons she moved back into writing crime for a traditional publisher, one that gave her an advance. By the way, the Gregory affair is coming on nicely. Thanks for asking. Thought you'd like to know. Linda's ex-husband said he believed Linda switched to writing romances because after their marriage had broke up, she had started seeing another man and that she told him she had a new outlook on life. But he claimed to not know anything more than that. When I asked him about who stood to gain from Linda's death, he said he was removed from her will when they split up, and as far as he knew, Claire was the one who inherited everything, including the rights to her books. A check of Linda's computer found she was receiving two lots of threatening messages, one set from a disgruntled fan who was upset with the ending of a latest novel, and another load of emails from someone called Tilly who we are trying to track down. So if Linda switched to writing romance because of this new fella, perhaps another reason why she switched back to writing crime was because they'd broken up? I agree, it's worth checking up on DC Stoker. Well done. We need to interview her sister. If she was her agent, I guess she lost her cut when Linda decided to self-publish her romance books. Let's see what she's got to say, but after lunch. I've come to the conclusion that Aisha is high-maintenance. So we'd stop for lunch at a cafe, and I just had a tea. Yorkshire tea, of course, and ham salad sandwich, but Aisha? Well, you should have heard the long list of customisations she rattled off to the waitress, detailing exactly how she wanted her food prepared. The waitress looked a little bewildered, but Aisha was unrelenting in her specifications. When the waitress finally headed back to the kitchen, having Aisha's long and complex order, I said to her, you really know how to make a girl feel basic, DC Stoker to which she just swatted me on the arm. It was kind of cute. Okay, team, so Linda's sister, Claire, admitted she did lose out on her cut of the money earned by Linda when she went to self-publishing and was very upset about that. And they did argue a lot about it. But when she moved back to writing crime, Claire negotiated a three-book deal with the publisher, so she was to receive a cut again. So I think that and her alibi rules her out. She did suggest we get in touch with a narrator who did her romance audiobooks, whatever they are, as she wasn't happy about being ditched for the publisher's choice of narrator under the new contract. Love heart, anyone? No? Oh well, suit yourself. You're lost. So someone reads out the book, so you can listen to them as you're doing other stuff, like walking or driving. That's amazing. Do you know, there should be some sort of website where people could go and get these audiobooks. There is. They've thought of everything these days. The check on the original publisher of Linda's crime novels came back fine. She had a three-book contract with them and so was under no obligation to them to do anything else. So she was fine to self-publish the romance books. Also, they were the same publishers who Claire had signed Linda to for her next three-book deal, so no one there was under suspicion. The Ideen Sheldon found the lover, who had indeed broken up with Linda. It was harmonious, and he had an alibi for the time of the murder. 
D.S. Price tracked down the disgruntled fan, but as he lived in Hong Kong, we ruled him out. There was only one suspect left. The woman who sent the nasty emails to Linda, Tilly, was the very narrator who was ditched when Linda had gone back to her original publishers. She lives down south somewhere, Marlow Way, so Thames Valley have gone to her house. And there's no one there. AMPR has her car travel to Doncaster on the day of Linda's murder and also had us spotted not too far away from the offices in Sheffield of the publishers. So that's where we're headed now, DC Stoker. When we questioned Tilly, she admitted killing Linda in a fit of rage, angry she was dumped for her future audiobooks, and we found on her phone the addresses in Sheffield of the two directors of the publishing company Linda moved to, so I'm guessing she had something more violent in mind than dropping off a CD of her latest audiobook off to them. Fingerprints and DNA from the scene confirmed Tilly had been there, so really, that was that. I guess in a way it's not surprising she was a bit mad. I mean, having all of those voices inside your head must drive you bonkers. Anyway, in other news, I've now discovered the world of audiobooks, and now I'm listening to them everywhere I go in the car. In fact, Aisha just gave me one to listen to, so if you'd excuse me. Where's the play button on this screen? Chapter 1. Should she do it? It isn't like she hadn't thought this through over the last couple of days. It would be a massive change. But that's what she wants, isn't it? A change to something different, something less intense. The Walker Mysteries starred Sally Swift as DCI Charlotte Walker. Written and created by Andrew White. Sound design by Robert Black. Produced and directed by Andrew White. The Walker Mysteries is a Nova production.